Money FM 89.3, best of workday afternoon. Market View on Money FM 89.3. Good afternoon and welcome to Market View on this midweek Wednesday. I'm Clarissa Montero for Money FM 89.3, joined as usual by JP Ong. There has been some excitement over the last several hours. First of all, the US Federal Reserve did cut rates. Mm-hmm. And, it, you know, as the results continue to trickle in on uh, Super Tuesday, I'm wondering how that has any effect on the markets in the US. And over here. I think right now it's not so much what's going on with Super Tuesday. By the way, it does make uh, usually have to factor into investment decisions. But mm-hmm. I think really it's all about the Fed. Um, I don't know if you guys ever watched Looney Tunes, but there's <laughs> Marvin the Martian. And he was trying to blow up Earth one time and Bugs Bunny steals the dynamite stick. And he goes, well, where's the kaboom? Well, there's supposed to be an earth shattering kaboom. And instead of a kaboom, we had a sell-off over right. at Wall Street. I mean, I mean, luckily, we're seeing that markets here in Asia are more or less mixed, but stable nonetheless. They're not follow, They're following Wall Street. They're more up than Street. down, though. More up than down, but uh, that's starting to change a little bit. So you've got Shanghai and Shenzhen both in the red, but also just down by about uh, 0.2%, half a percent, respectively. Um, the Hang Seng only down by about 47 points. I mean, it's not like what we saw overnight on Wall Street where the Dow and the S&P fell by almost 3% each. Mm. The Kospi is looking very strong today, about 2.1% in the green. And by the way, South Korea also very much uh, affected by the COVID-19 coronavirus at the moment. They're looking particularly good, good actually. And uh, by the way, the Straits Times Index today is in the red also, but only by about two points. So where's the kaboom? Where's the earth-shattering kaboom, as Marvin the Martian would say, right? The thing here, and I think everybody was expecting that uh, this would actually lift markets, but I do want to point out that there's two things that are a bit off with this uh, special about this rate about this rate cut. Perhaps uh, Ryan's actually talked about it on the, on, on the breakfast huddle a few time uh, a bit already. But on one hand, it's a big cut. Usually, when you see these rate cuts from these major central banks, it's about 25 basis points. Sure. This is a 50 basis point rate cut. Quite big. And uh, the second thing that's a bit off is they did not wait until their meeting two weeks from now because the Fed is still slated to hold their next policy meeting on March 17 to 18. They Mm, did not mm. wait that long. They cut now. Here's the thing, though. Markets seem to have reacted a bit poorly to this. But to say that markets should be shocked, I will question that because just two days ago, there was an interesting uh, report from one of the top economists at the Bank Policy Institute. And he used to work with the Fed during the global financial crisis to help craft Ben Bernanke's responses and right. the rate cuts and the messaging. He actually said in a blog post then that he wouldn't be surprised if the Fed cut rates as early as this Wednesday, meaning today. So the Fed went ahead so and did that on ball, Tuesday, he? right? Or he had, a, he had some insight and said, you know, I have a feeling they're going to do it and they might do 50 basis points. Want more proof? Uh, Goldman Sachs, Zian Hatsius, who's the chief economist and mm. pretty much one of those eco- one of the ten economists you go to pretty much for anything related to global macro policy at the moment. He actually, they all, he and his team basically said we're expecting a hundred basis points rate cuts from the Fed within the second quarter, even within this month, and fifty basis points maybe on the policy meeting on the day of the policy meeting. Or before that? Well, guess what? It seems that both of them were right. So Mm -hmm. there were a lot of warnings out there and there were a lot of uh, folks in the markets actually who were saying, you know what, maybe you need to cut and you need to cut in a big way. I've often asked this question, though. 
when you do a rate cut this aggressive, 50 basis points, what does this do to the markets? What are you? What kind of a message are you sending to the markets? And uh, what kind of adjustment could this actually do? It's just a sudden loosening of conditions. Mm-hmm. Um, it's also the words that uh, Jerome Powell used when he made the rate cut. He actually said also, he admitted that, Yes, we're cutting it by 50 basis points. But then some said that he kind of undercut his own decision by saying, you know, we're not really sure if this is going to be enough to stave off the crisis. Now, two weeks before also, the Fed kept on saying, you know, it's too early to say if it's going if we're going to need to move. It's too early to say what the coronavirus is going to do, the global economy or the American economy. And then suddenly they do this. They cut by 50 basis points ahead of a policy meeting. So if you were the markets and you sat down and you, and, and you actually parsed through that, you're like, well, what... What exactly are you trying to tell us? But again, there were already hints that they were going to do this. So maybe, and I might actually say that I don't think the sell-off from uh, the coronavirus is a bit of an, is a knee-jerk reaction. But maybe the sell-off on Wall Street to Jerome Powell's decision might be because we're seeing that markets here in uh, in Asia pretty mixed. I'd say fifty-fifty, and even the losses have been pretty much contained. The Shenzhen's the only one that's losing significantly, and even then, just by about half a percent at the moment. The STI down by just about two points. So maybe there's hope that things are starting to stabilize. But again, it shows you just how delicate the messaging is from the Fed. Just how important it is to make sure that you do these cuts. And again, now the question, my question also now at the back of my mind is. Did you have to do 50 basis points? Because 50 basis points might have spooked people. Maybe a 25 basis point cut at the start. But again, this is all what Captain Hindsight is telling me. And we know how how good he is at looking at things and assessing the landscape, right? Well, okay. So here's my question. Now, we've talked about this before, especially when there is anticipation of a rate cut. Mm -hmm. And there certainly was anticipation of a rate cut this time. Was it already priced into the markets? Was it already taken into consideration? Does does it go hand in hand with what is perceived to be a poor response from uh, the president about COVID-19 and the, the risks to the economy? All of that put together, it, does that explain why the markets reacted the way it did? Well, I might say that there, there, there is an argument to be, to be made that, yes, it could be partially priced in already. Before mm-hmm. the announcement, actually the last two weeks, Fed Fund Futures, which we track pretty much to see what uh, to see what markets are expecting from the Fed to do, they were actually pricing in uh, about uh, rate cuts of about 50 to 100 basis points within the second quarter. Right. Now, all of now the 50 basis point rate cut did come in in March. So... There was an expectation it was going to happen. I don't think it was fully priced in, though, that, mm-hmm. that they were going to cut in this manner also, judging by how folks have reacted. The other thing also that's really interesting is uh, Business Insider actually spoke to a number of uh, fund managers about why they think the sell-off happened. And they actually pointed out that there's a ver- it's very different at the moment. You can cut rates as much as you want, mm-hmm. but is that really going to slow down the coronavirus? Right. Per se. Will the coronavirus go, oh, no, interest rates are low. We should back off. We're go- my powers are fading. No, this is a virus, right? Yeah. And they've also pointed out that you do usually do rate cuts when there is, um, when there is anemic business sentiment. Mm-hmm. Because businesses are reticent to or hesitant to invest in in markets. So you do a basis cut, you do a rate cut, and suddenly these small businesses and these big conglomerates are saying, you know what, I can probably take on that loan now. You know, I can probably hire that extra staff. I can start doing more more aggressive expansion at the moment because I'm being encouraged to do that. But the reason folks are keeping their doors shut or people are not going out or pe- and, uh, and businesses are not operating as normal is because nobody wants to catch this virus. Right. People want to s- slow down the spread. Supply chains will still stay 
closed while we're waiting for this virus to play out. So they've actually questioned, well, I think, the, well, was this, was this the right policy response, right? Here's the other thing we have to take into consideration. Everybody was asking for a rate cut, Mm -hmm. for some support from somebody, right? And uh, in fact, the G7 finance ministers and the central banks met last night around 8 o'clock Singapore time. And they did issue a communique saying, hey, we're going to work together. But there was very scant detail as to what they were going to do. It was more like, we're going to talk and we're going to be on top of it, but no real promise. And then it seems like the Fed, some actually have pointed out that the Fed did what the G7 ministers didn't do and decided to say, okay, I'm going to do the rate cut then. I'm going to do a 50 basis point rate cut and we're going to... uh, Uh, We're going to set the tone for folks. Now, there's two things here. One, you've suddenly lost a lot of powder. They have a lot of room in the Fed, but not as much as they did because that's 50 basis points. Uh, we there is talk now of ten uh, year yields falling to their lowest. Mm-hmm. Some, uh, some analysts have actually pointed out that you know there is a chance that we actually will see negative rates in the United States soon. And if they have to cut again, how much room do they have? That's one. The second thing too is uh, Jerome Powell has been put under a lot of pressure to provide support. The markets have reacted negatively to his rate cut. What if he decides to go back to the drawing board and says, you know what, guys, I don't think these rate cuts are going to work this time. We're just going to cross our arms. We're just going to wait this out. This might make them even more reticent or more hesitant to do a rate cut in the future if they look at the and say, hey, well, you know, this isn't working. And when and what if this actually causes the Fed not to cut rates when it's actual, when it's needed the most, when it's actually needed? I mean, there's so many uncertainties out there with regards to monetary policy and uh, also brings up the questions of the Fed uh, or, and many central banks when they're looking at the fiscal authorities, the G7 finance ministers and saying, you guys need to do your part. You guys need to provide some fiscal stimulus of some port because we can't keep carrying the bucket of water. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think this is this could actually be something. I'm I'm pretty sure he's. I wouldn't be surprised if they're still up at night right now, scratching their heads, going, "What happened? And should what we have didn't just, happen? And what why? happened? What didn't happen? And should we have just let things be? And this could actually. I, I, I don't know how to read the Fed fund futures at the moment. I don't think no, well. The reality will. of the situation is, um, Mr. Powell was definitely under a lot of pressure from the U.S. president to make these rate cuts. Mm-hmm. But he's generally been re- responded he's, very firmly, saying he that you know, I'm, I'm independent. I'm independent. We are going to maintain our independence. We will serve at the behest of my tenure, which is coming up in about three years, I believe, mm-hmm. two and a half years. And uh, and he's maintained his independence without provoke directly provoking President Donald Trump. Now, President Trump, actually, after they made the announcement last night, I checked on Twitter to see he responded about uh, 10, 15 minutes after the announcement of the Fed. And he actually said, we should uh, this is a move, but they should really do more. We should bring it more in line. It's unfair that we are paying higher rates than everybody else. They've got to cut even more. He didn't mention the cut being in response to the coronavirus. He mentioned it as being in response to what he says are unfair advantages of other countries, thinking it's still a trade and still an economic issue. No, it's, it's a health issue at the yeah, moment. Yeah. It's supporting. Uh, the, these cuts were really made to support the American economy should the worst happen if the coronavirus hits that economy also. Um, so it again brings up the question, is uh, President Trump aware that these, these cuts are more be- coronavirus related than uh, the actual trade standing of the United States vis-a-vis some of these other rivals that he says uh, are getting unfair advantages from their low rates. Well, I tell you what, if people stay out, uh, if they stay at home and they don't go out and they don't spend money, even Mm -hmm. if it means deliveries to the house, if they just don't do that, if they think, okay, now it's time to tighten our belts and not buy that new TV, not 
change our car to the 2020 or model. Or even businesses, right? What, what, I'm and, not, and, and that's down I, the line. I'm, I might have to close up my cafe. I might have to put down my nails. I might have to fire two people from my nail salon business. Absolutely. I, then, I mean, absolutely. These are the engines we want to watch out for, the SMEs that, the, that our government even is trying to support at the moment. And again, you can't fault the Fed for trying to do its part. But mm-hmm. I don't know if I don't know if we should have called. The question is, did we have to call in a cardiologist for a, for brain surgery? Well, <laughs> Maybe we'll, this is we'll the case find out as the, as the week plays out. But mm-hmm. you know, the thing is, and and this applies everywhere in the world. If people stay home and they don't spend money, and retail comes to a grinding halt, that is going to have a huge impact on anyone's economy. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, and ours as well, which is why all the stimulus packages were put in place to support the SMEs, to support the retail industry, right. the the travel industry, etc. Because if we don't get out there, if we don't travel, if we don't eat, if we don't buy stuff, this is going to be a recession. And, yes, and it's it, going to it's be a hard very, one. It's very possible. And I think the, the, the head scratcher at the moment, and it'll be interesting to see what, what they talk about. They have two weeks before the actual official policy meeting. Mm. So they've got two weeks to craft a response and maybe introduce another rate cut. Maybe say, you know what? It's not working. We're not going to do it this time. That was it for, for this quarter or this month. Um, we're going fishing. We're going fishing at the moment. <laughs> and, uh, and if you don't like it, tough, right? Then maybe, who knows, right? But they, they have time to, to explain why this happened mm-hmm. and why they decided to cut. Because... Two weeks ago, there were there were the uh, message from the Fed was that the American economy is going strong, and then suddenly you introduce a fifty basis point rate cut. How, what changed in the last two weeks? Why did you suddenly take a look at that? Why did you suddenly react like this? Was there something that's really hit the American economy hard and necessitated you guys to do a fifty basis point rate cut? S and P today has now reduced their first and second quarter GDP forecast for the United States from about two percent to one percent only right. for the first half. For each for each quarter in the first half, and also we're starting to feel it here now in in Singapore. Business Times. I'm just reading this article. City Research has now slashed their target price for all three Singapore banks because this big rate cut brings down rates everywhere and suddenly hits the net interest margins of these banks, such as uh, such as DBS, UOB, and OCBC. So they've actually downgraded it, and uh, this will also call into question later on. Well, can they maintain their dividend policies? Will they be able to maintain this very impressive streak of quarterly earnings growth in the in the in the mid to high teens mm-hmm. so we're starting to feel it in the banking sector but i'm sure it'll this decision will reverberate around the markets for quite some time all right so rest of the day first of all what was value turnover to this point we are now looking at value turnover of about 950 million so a lot of movement There's just not necessarily in the right direction not necessarily but again if this was really a panic reaction we would have seen a bigger loss at the moment the straits times index is only 3 points down what mm-hmm. what this is a uh, telling me at the moment at least and based on my uh, amateur op- opinion here is that uh, traders here are still sorting things out, right. and they're still they're a bit more they're more cautious than they are hopeful. Mm-hmm. That's for sure. I think I think the uh, the sellers are holding court, but not by much. It's probably fifty five forty five at the moment to the sellers, in terms of percentage, right? In terms of momentum at the moment, and I think folks are trying to figure out if this rate cuts a good thing or a bad thing. Should we trade this upward or downward? Because right. again, if it was really a big, a big the sky is falling, chicken little. 
this could this would could have easily been a one percent decline right. at this point, but it's not. It's just about three points for us. Mm-hmm. Um, it's just about half a percent for Shenzhen at the moment. It's just uh, and the Nikkei two two five is just up by zero point two percent. I think Asia is trying to at least steady the boat and say, wait, 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 wait. Let's really figure out what this means for us. There's a lot to be worried about, but that's still fifty basis points off of these sure. interest rates that could give us some momentum moving forward. But At the moment, I think everybody is sort of uh, they're they're grasping for they're trying to get their they're trying to get a good grip of what exactly this rate cut means. And I think again, this is something we're going to have to pose to a lot of our to to our guests, to the analysts we speak to in the next couple of days. And honestly, if if you guys want to tell us what you think, because this is just me and Clarissa talking about this at the moment. <laughs> If you're, if you're an analyst, call. give us a call. If, if, <laughs> if you have an opinion on it or if you have a better, uh, an, a different take on it also, yeah, let, let us know because we, we don't, we're not proclaiming to know everything at the no. moment. We're just reporting the news. Absolutely. But, and, if, and, and trying if, to make some sense of it all. And trying to make some sense. And, uh, there, and I will acknowledge that there are a lot more people there with a lot more experience looking at these things than us. And this is, I was about to say, I don't have that much sense. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Uh, maybe after a couple of glasses of wine, but I think you're okay enough for now. <laughs> I'm okay for now. Well, for the rest of the day, market JP On will definitely be back uh, from 4 p.m. to give you the very latest in market movements, um, and hopefully there'll be happier numbers as we go through the rest of the day. This has been Market View on Money FM 89.3 with JP Ong. I'm Clarissa Montero. Stay with us for all your latest news. Before acting on the information on Money FM. Please consider if it's suitable for your own investment objectives, financial situation, and risk tolerance. To listen to more great interviews, download our podcasts at moneyfm893.sg or download the SBH Radio app available on Google Play or the App Store.